What's up, guys? This is episode two or three of the Easy Peasy Podcast. We filmed episode two, and we're having some trouble uploading it to the uh, Adobe Premiere application. So hopefully that gets up before this episode. If not, you'll be listening to this episode on New Year's Eve. I'm now going to bring in our guest for today, Tyler Freeman and Palmer Rodenhaber. My brothers, how are we doing? Tyler Freeman, Palmer Rodenhaber, what's going on? What's up, dude? How we love it? Doing pretty good. How you doing? Not too shabby. Um, so this is basically going to be a recap of 2020, 20, oh boy, 2021 oh, episode. Um, but first off, I'll go, I guess, uh, who wants to start? I'm trying to think of who. Palmer or Tyler, we'll go you, Palmer, and then myself when we go through this. But um, just to get started here, how was the Christmas for you guys? Uh, it was pretty good. Um, I got a couple cool things. I got some... Uh, some dough, which was nice. Uh, I got some clothes, and then I got a air fryer, which is pretty dope. I'm currently watching some videos on how to use it and uh, learning what stuff I can toss in there. So far, I made some uh, pizza rolls last night, experimenting with it. It turned out pretty well. So I'm excited to see. There you go. Oh, I forgot that. We should address this now. So, oh, yeah. Um, Tyler Freeman. Um, <laughs> So Tyler Freeman today, he he's doing this thing this month where he's doing this thing called Dead December or Deadlift December, where every day he goes in, he deadlifts, does a certain amount of sets, and then he posts it on his story. Um, you know, I'm not going to say that he didn't go today. I'm not going to assume that. We'll let him tell his side of the story. But from an outsider perspective looking in, um, it looked like you posted a three-week-old video on your story not knowing that it says at the top of the screen three weeks ago from camera roll. So, Tyler, do you want to explain yourself to uh, the people? Uh, yes. Okay. So I was doing in, doing my workout, doing my variation of deadlifts, and I didn't realize that when I was recording, I was out of storage. So after I did my whole set, I got the notification saying iPhone is out of storage or whatever it says, and I got really angry and upset. And I was already pretty, pretty exhausted from the set. So I found a video of what I did today, and I was wearing the same outfit. So I thought I would post it out. Were Not- you Were you aware that it says at the top of the screen three weeks ago from camera roll? I did not because I, I thought I uploaded it from from Snapchat, and I didn't think Snapchat had the three-week thing, but it was actually for my camera roll. Uh, just so everyone's so, aware, the, the videos have now been deleted and vanished. Um, <laughs> I, I do want to point out, when we call him out for that in our group chat, he said, and I quote, I thought it was the video from today. I'm not sure what happened. Um, which oh. is just a stone-cold lie, because how could you confuse a video from three weeks ago for a video that you filmed today? Not only right. that, he also said me. he also said that me. he was looking for a specific outfit that he wore on that day and the same outfit that he wore. Right. That was also a stone cold. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll just I guess we'll just let that go. Um Palmy, how was your I Christmas? I appreciate though? you letting it go before we continue. Oh, I boy. do plan on after this to go back uh and I will clean my phone out and I will be posting what I did today, but lighter weights today. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll believe it when we see it. Palmy, how was your Christmas with your family <laughs> down in Central PA? It was pretty solid, you know. I got what I asked for, you know. I actually was involved in some of the actual gift wrapping this year, so it was pretty fun. There you go. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was pretty fun, you know. Got to spend time with the family, and still here until Saturday when I go back. So, 
I was excited. You know, it was good to see him and good to hang out for the first time in like a month. So. Did you see your girl over Christmas break at all or no? Uh, no, I'm not making the five hour trip out to Long Island. That's not happening. That's fair. And That's I made fair. that very clear. And I made that very clear to her. So. Gotcha. Well, that is my dog's barking. Uh, give me one moment. If you guys want to chatter amongst yourself for a second. Yeah, I would like to actually have a follow up question to that statement, Tom. Um, you said this is the first time you were involved in gift wrapping. What do you mean by that? So like, usually like Usually my parents do all the gift wrapping and yada yada. Well, oh, this yeah. year I was actually okay. involved, like involved in like part of the gift wrapping with. Um... Oh, that's cool. So, what what made it might be like, hey, you want to come wrap gifts of us? Because just... he's an adult now, and he's 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 growing up. You're you're still just yeah. accepting presents. You're not you're not giving. You're not. How many well, how many presents did you buy for the people around you this year? Um, I actually spent over two hundred fifty dollars. Um, so I actually spent a lot of money on people around me. So uh, I don't believe it, but we'll. Oh we'll, uh, we'll, well, you should. All right. Well, because let's I just. Bought, I bought Chase a couple Nintendo Switch games. I bought uh, my other sibling a cool Lego set. I bought my other sibling uh, a drawing thing and a painting set. I I got my dad a couple of pocket knives and buck knives that he wanted. I got my mom a painting. So uh, this, I spent, spent a good amount of time. This, this is the first year in a while I didn't spend anything on anybody. But that's, like, one thing I have. Like, it's, like, my rule. Like, if I spend something on somebody, I have to, like, at least contribute or spend it on everybody, not just, like, one or right. two individuals. Yeah, you can't single anybody you out. You got to distribute all of it, yeah. I feel you <laughs> on that. I feel you on that. It was the first time for me being excited for to watch other people open up, open up gifts, mm-hmm. like, with my daughter and things of like that. So that was pretty cool. Um, so I sent these guys a list yesterday and um, basically a bunch of things I wanted them to think about about this year. And we'll run through it now. It's going to be probably a, a good bit of time, a good chunk of time here. So I, like I said, we'll start with Tyler. Then we'll go to Palm. Then we'll go to myself. We can discuss each one if you guys want to. Um, starting off with you, Tyler, your best moments of 2021, whether it be personal or just you know throughout the world. So I don't know if I can really narrow down one specific time, but I could definitely pick a couple of different times. <laughs> uh, I think one of them was hanging out with the guys this past summer. We went to the beach. We had a great week. Uh, we had some ups and downs, though, but we, we got over it and had a good time overall. Um, I made a big move to Tennessee after I graduated from college, which I also graduated from college this past May, which was nice. Um I got. I met an awesome tattoo artist, and he's been working on me. We got some really cool artwork going on, and I'm excited for more to come. I yeah, I mean, about everything. A good year for you, and turn. You know, you got. You're graduated. You're. You're. Um. You know, you got your your jobs going. You got your tattoos going. Trying to catch up to me. So are you? I know. Pretty. Would you say? T- you know, this is a tough year, right? Because you had. You know, we'll talk about the worst moments of 2021. All the BS that was this past year. But Palmer, moving on to you. Your personal best moments of 2021? Uh, best moments, I would have to say, kind of aligned with Tyler's, I would say graduating in May. Um, that was pretty cool. Um, getting uh, getting another job, you know, I, I struggled with trying to find jobs while I was on school, plus with wrestling. Yeah. Um, but finding out I still had eligibility for wrestling, that was, that was awesome. I still this year. Um, and then I would also say um, going on vacation, uh, with the guys over the summer, that's always a fun trip to have. And then also going to Vegas uh, for the first time, I'd say probably one of the better. And I also say just um, getting through the year, 
you know, to not make yeah, people plus to see yeah. another full year. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. just another another day, another another year plus to see another 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 year three six come, five. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Uh, me personally, best moment twenty twenty one. Obviously, having my daughter clearly the number one moment. Um, similar has, to, has to be the front runner. Front has runner, yeah, probably not only of this year but of every year. Um, yeah. But uh, what was I gonna say? Tat- getting tatted up like Tyler got some le- work done on my legs, my arms. Excited for more of that in twenty twenty two. But yeah, those are kind of my big moments. Um, graduating college as well. I didn't even say that, but. We got three college graduates from this from the class of twenty twenty one right here. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, I know. Very, very exciting things. Not a lot of people can say that. No. Mm-hmm. But we, um, I also graduated from high school in twenty seventeen. That's also a big thing too. I mean, I only graduated <laughs> from high school in this day and age. I'm, I'm being serious. I mean, there's some no, people I that I, I you know, so let me ask you this: on drop the, out on everything. On the topic so of graduating from college, what generation are you guys? First. Uh, first, oh, I'm second. So right. you're second. Oh, okay. Yeah, my mom, my mom graduated, but my dad did not. So there you go. Good old, <laughs> good old uh, Pam. Is that her name? My mom's name is Denise. Wow. That was not ideal. All right, fellas. You know, we we touched on the happy parts of 2021, but the either your worst moments of 2021 um just stick with your worst moments because we have a segment of why 2021 sucked in general so kind of your biggest um i don't know your biggest downfalls of 2021 personally Hmm. well i can't um see i don't know where to start i mean oh is this gonna be like is this gonna be the guy that says oh i didn't have any down moments no no no. i'm just trying to think like there's nothing that was like really really bad i mean the one thing i am kind of like upset about i do think about quite often is i wish i would have got in touch with your tattoo shop a lot sooner than later so then i could have got more work done before i graduated and moved out of the state yeah um but but that's something like that's not really that bad it's just uh, i think about it quite often now, can, um, I, can I maybe suggest oh. one to you that maybe maybe you could agree with or maybe disagree with? Um, yeah, I'm here. I'd say – I wouldn't say, but I'd point out that you moved to Tennessee, kind of didn't have a lot of friends down there, were at points lonely in 2021. Would that be accurate? Yeah, I was just going to – yeah, I was just going to point that up here uh, after um, – right after that I talked about the tattoo thing. But, yeah, I mean it's definitely been a struggle uh, making friends down here. But like I said before, I mean, you can't be afraid of failure because, I mean, it only makes you better and stronger as an individual. But uh, other than the tattoo stuff and making friends, I mean, there's something that's really been that crazy. I mean, moving away from you guys, not having the ability to hang out with you. Yeah. I think about that quite often. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think other than that, though, nothing too crazy besides just what's going on in the United States and just we'll nationwide. Get yeah, we'll, the, we'll get to we'll that. We'll get to that. Okay. Palmer, okay. you got anything for this? Um... Two big ones that I know. Okay. Uh, I would say worst moments was uh, having the president-elect that we currently have. I hate bringing <laughs> politics into this, but I, this dude is just is a puppet and is just completely incompetent to what he either says or does. And it's not even the fact of like like some of his policies are just bad. Like it's just it's just. All around, the entire campaign is built off of just lies and just bullshit. I was watch, I was watching that, uh, Joe Rogan the other day, and he, was, he had uh, – I forget who he had on. But he said 40, 40% of the U.S. dollars 
in in our country right now were printed in the last year. Oh, that's Tim Dillon. It's I watched in, that yeah, podcast yeah. too. It's insane. Yeah, it's a good one. We're, it's we're, it falling, was, yeah. we're falling apart. We'll get to that. But um, but um, another another part uh, I will say for me that was disappointing was not getting deployed, and I'll get into that later oh, for right. for later. But I would say um, not getting deployed was kind of disappointing because I had done a lot of the work that leading up to it, and then right. I just kind of got shut down. So and it got well, shut yeah, down because of your allergy, right? Because you're yeah. yeah. Because they were they were poking both your forearms with just a bunch of stuff, and just to be told you can't go out because of that allergy, I can imagine how devastating that was. Prepping yeah. and getting the mindset ready for that and everything. No, we'll we'll talk about it later. Let's just just keep keep the script here. Here we go. No, we're good. We're good. You know, um, nothing, nothing wrong going off the script. My most disappointing moments of 2021. I'm trying to think. I would probably say just. Um, just stress wise, whether it was be with the impatient pursuit business or kind of just figuring out where, what I want to do in life and that kind of thing. I think that's the thing that a lot of people are a struggle struggle with is, um, not thinking they're not where they should be or thinking they should be doing more than they are. And that's kind of something that I dealt with in the beginning of 2021. I don't know if you guys can relate to that or anything. Yeah. I can't really, um, well, to, to add on to the uh, inpatient pursuit, I would imagine that was probably kind of difficult at first to get started and get going. Could, would you say it was a little challenging? Yeah, for sure. I mean, trying to grow it so a lot of people um, are exposed to it and things of that, getting people involved. And, you know, now it's to a point where we can continue to grow on it. It's getting bigger each and every day, so that's exciting. But at first it was a slow start and we had to get moving. And that, the uh, sponsored athlete thing really boomed and, got business going so oh yeah good. definitely um yeah moving on 2021 what about 2021 to you guys was a positive whether it be um obviously palm you don't think any positives came out of politics but whether it be you know around <laughs> the world in sports uh whatever you may think what are some good takeaways from 21 21 2021 you guys have uh, well, I, one thing, I mean, this isn't, this, this isn't like nationwide or worldwide, whatever, but within just our friend group, um, you being a, a perfect example, um, at first, you know, you were pro Biden. And then once you started to doing some of your own research on your own time, you start to open your eye, your eyes started to open up and you start to realize stuff was kind of like a little wacky. And I thought that was, that was huge because it's, it takes a lot for someone to, you know, to disregard a belief they have or, to put the ego to side and be like, oh, wait a minute. So I thought that was really cool to show you how much you grow as an individual and as a person. So I think that's pretty awesome. I mean, people can, can grow like that. Yeah, it's fair. I mean, you have to do your own research, obviously. And, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying I'm, you know, dead set Republican saying, like you two, oh, yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. I'm independent yeah. and I kind of view everything as it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, not I, you're, you're pro or anything. I, I don't know really how cool you can, can continue at this point to like hype up and support Mr. Biden, it's very, uh, very uh, confusing to me on how you could still be on on his side. But um, yeah, Palmer, 2021, things that came out of it that were good when you look back on this year. Um, well, I did get a girlfriend at the end of the year, so that was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> that's that was definitely pretty positive. A plus. Yeah, it's definitely a plus. Um, I'll say one good thing is that I think we realized how much sports and entertainment bring people together because if you looked at 20 if you looked at 2020 how crazy 
it was with not being able to see people at games and just having support of fans. And then you look at this year, and even though people like people are just not scared of it anymore. Like there's some people that are, which you know they have their own opinions and own rights to believe whatever sort of right. crap they want to believe. But you know you have most people going out there and they said, you know what, screw it. You know. I'm fine. I lived through it. Like I had COVID, you know, I got through it and I'm perfectly fine and I'm still going out and enjoying life. I feel like that's one thing a lot of people don't understand, but also being able to lean on others. I think it's, is, was a huge thing. Cause yeah. like, the, even though, even though people may think that this is like some sort of like, like, Oh, it's not that big of a deal. Well, to some unfortunate, unfortunately to some people it is. And some people need people to lean on in times like this. Right. I don't review, but <clears throat> Just piggyback, so, yeah. just piggybacking off what you said, sports. I mean, that's a, that's a, that was a huge thing for people to cling on to throughout the pandemic and throughout oh, yeah. this year as they're struggling. And if you really look at the sports, what a, what an insane year! You know, we're big UFC guys. Oh. The fights that were on this year with Kamar Usman, and you had Volkanovski Ortega. You had the women, you had Nunez getting upset. I, who am I missing? I'm missing some good fights. Here, Rose, Rose and Whaley, Oliveira, yep. Poirier, Oliveira, Chandler, McGregor, Chandler. They were, I mean, there was McGregor such good fights. I mean, yeah, great fights this whole Jake year. Jake Paul taking over. <laughs> Jake Paul making we're a statement. We're not talking about Jake whether, Paul whether, taking over. Whether, Can we get whether, off that? Whether you, whether, you view, well, we have, whether you view him as a fighter or not, I mean, he did his thing in 2020. You got yeah, you got you to give credit when credit is due. And he is definitely no, I don't. He's fighting guys that have no box. He's, he's, he's fighting guys with no boxing background. I think I stood a better chance than Woodley did against that guy, dude. Like, that guy stinks. Like, and I like Woodley because he's a wrestler, but for, for oh my gosh, it just pains me to see people hype this guy up just because he wants to go get a bag and, which is smart on his part. I'm not going to fault him for that. But people are like, oh, he's a great boxer. No, he's a great promoter. He's not a great boxer. Put him in there with a Canelo or Pacquiao or, you know, so, De, La, so uh, De La Hoya. So, just, so, just, just, so I'm cl- just so we're clear, you want a 4-0 boxer to fight Canelo, the best boxer in the world. That's that's what you want for yeah. him? <laughs> oh, I, I want him to fight uh, somebody Pacquiao, else. Some Pacquiao, just a real Pacquiao, boxer. Pacquiao, like 100, 145 he fought, dude, he fought, he fought a guy who was a wrestler in the UFC. He fought a guy who was a five foot nine basketball player. He then tried to fight another guy who had like a 2-0 record who was a very amateur fighter in Tommy Fury who backed out because Jake Paul didn't want to take a drug test, which I don't blame him. I might have, if I would have seen that my guy was trying to cheat in a fight too, I probably would have said, you know what, I want to win a fair and square fight, not against you. You know, like some of these guys he's fighting are just not, just like, just not legit. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I think, I think he got a point with like, I mean, I would like to see him fight a real fighter, like not a real fighter, uh, a, a box, uh, someone with a boxing background. I am totally with you on that. But at the same time though, I mean, he's, he's definitely proven he's got some, some fighter IQ in the ring. You know what I mean? Like he... That's where I'm confused. Like you gotta give like I said, you gotta give you gotta give credit when credit is due. He's definitely proven. I'm not saying he's you know fighting the best guys in, in the industry or whatnot, but I mean he's still showing that he has the skill set now. Got, he got knockout sure. power. He's got knockout power. Yeah. Knockout he's power, fighter IQ. I mean Yeah. All right, we got I mean, a little off topic just, there. You know, but... sleep on. All right, I let it go. <laughs> let the Jake Paul thing go. Um why twenty twenty one sucked, and I think we're all going to have similar answers and similar things to talk about. Um, so go ahead, Tyler. I guess we'll start it off. Uh, my biggest thing is I just don't like the fact that we're almost two years in, and there's just been no advocating or promoting health at all. 
And that is a huge factor. In two years into the pandemic. Mandate. Yeah, two years in the pandemic, almost, almost two years. And there's just been really no, like, on um, any of the mainstream media or anything about, you know, how important your health is. And I think if that was more advocated, I feel like that can really bring down the numbers of the mask mandate. You know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. I think if you are sick, like, if you're actually legit sick, obviously put a mask on. But, like, you can, people can be, like, potentially changing their lifestyle through this. This should be an eye-opener. And it's just not been much of that happening in my from what I have observed and reading and watching and and then back to the to the news. I mean, there's just no really promoting on any kind of health at all. Taking your vitamins, you know, picking up a hobby. It doesn't have to be weightlifting, but it could just be any kind of physical activity. You know, there's just none of that. And it's just upsetting to see that it's that fear tactics is the way to is the way to to get to people to wear masks. Oh yeah, that's how they gotta make stuff. money though. They gotta get the masks bumping, they gotta get the vaccines bumping. Um, mm-hmm. that's what they're doing. They're not going to promote a healthy lifestyle because then they wouldn't need the mask or the vaccine or anything of that nature. I mean, just a little bit of talk about it would be nice, but I mean, th- this is barely brief and I have not really seen anyone besides independent journalists that I've followed really talk about the importance of it. And it's just upsetting because all these mainstream medias and they know how much power they have. And there's just, there's just no advocating at all about health at all. It's annoying. Paul, why 2021 sucked? I mean, I could not agree more, Tyler. Tyler, you couldn't have put that any better, in my opinion. I, I told, like, like there's like there's certain things where, you know, I there's there are a lot of people who are you know comp- compromised. You know, there are people mm-hmm. with actual illnesses, and I get right. that, and I know why you're trying yeah, to say definitely. that. That's a different ballgame, and I totally get that. However, if you look at how much they are trying to control, like people got through the Delta virus or Delta variant, and they were like huh, this isn't that bad after all. And you saw the moment that they left the Delta variant in the, in the, in the back, like in the back seat, guess what took front and center? Omicron. They are just trying to take control and trying to Get find a way to not only that, but at the same time, this was the front running. Like Joe Biden just announced like a, within the last two weeks that he had a plan to attack COVID. Chief, what was your whole campaign on? Your whole campaign was on, you know, Trump not being able to create a fast enough uh, um, vaccine and not being able to control it and not be able to do that and do this and do that. You're ten months in. Yeah. To your to your reign. Well, like that. It's to like your... that uh, Instagram story I posted. He tweeted out what was that in 2020? Like Donald Trump doesn't have yeah. a plan for the vaccine or for yeah. the uh, and, and very, now, I and do. he does and. He, and he, that's what he ran his whole campaign on, was having an idea. And I know for a fact he didn't. And that's what a lot of people believe right. because of the point we were at. But we were at such a point where people get scared and they're just – they just find a glimpse of hope. And that's what Biden did. He just gave him a glimpse of hope. And then you know, the rest glimpse of this story. Hope too. Yeah, anything <laughs> else other exactly. than COVID that you can think about that um... – was was rough in 2021 i mean i think you can look at obviously inflation in the economy and that's oh, probably, infl- i mean yeah. that inflation does that go hand in hand with COVID? Maybe. Well, here, so here's my well here's my issue is that uh, this is just my personal opinion and i'm pretty sure a lot of people can agree with me on this is that he closed down the eastern pipeline which i'm pretty sure caused somewhere somewhere around the 300,000 mark of job loss, which is insane to think that he, to think that right now, I'm pretty sure that the unemployment is, is down from when he started, but he caused 300,000 people to lose their job. 
like not only on top of the fact that you're looking at workers that like that in the healthcare that are being forced to get a vaccine, which on top of that, you can't a mandate is not a law. You're not breaking any laws by not getting the vaccine. I just want to, and that's just my personal opinion. Mandate just another fancy word and requirement and mandate well, and this and that. But in, in, you're, in, you're in not, New York City, if you if you don't have a vaccine. <clears throat> You can't go to bars. You can't go to the gym. You can't go. You to... can't do anything. Yeah, I was reading an article the other day that I remember. It was funny because I read that's this article that's about New York is corrupt. Visiting. That's oh, why. Yeah, that's well, yeah, a whole other sure. topic for another day. But the fact that someone like I read this article about how this lady was trying to go to Starbucks to use the bathroom or get something to eat, whatever, and she was denied any access to even going oh, to yeah. because she didn't have her card. I was just like, oh my I god. Was, I was listening to this some dude on a podcast. Or what? What? Or was maybe on a TV show that he that if you're out in Australia in Melbourne and you're outside of your house after 9 p.m. even if it's to take, to take the trash out and they catch you, you're getting arrested. Oh yeah, Australia. Austra- yeah. Australia's like, awful it's, it's right bad. now. It's New Zealand. Worst. Australia got hit hard during all this too. I mean, they don't. They got. I think they're. They they had some kind of law implemented that their guns got banned. I was reading. Yeah, and, let's and, get off and, the, the negative. I also just want. For, I also okay, just want to say ahead. this real quick: is that as much as I am. Like, as much as I do support, you know, Republican views, that does not mean I don't respect the views of other, like, of Democrats. Right. Like, I may not, I, I may I agree not that as agree well. with I'm, it, but you can I'm, respect it, yep. I may, yeah. I'm, yeah, exactly. Like, I may not agree with what you say, but if you're going to sit there, I'm not going to, like, you know, like, argue or try to fight you over, especially for my yeah. friend or something. I feel like that's Definitely. one really misconstrued idea is that you can disagree with some of these viewpoints. And Without still being be disrespectful cord- and negative. Yeah, things, uh, and yeah, still yeah, be cordial with them. And be, yeah. yeah. I got you. All right, we're going to move on to the sports part of this episode. Um, looking back at 2021, Tyler, I'll start with you. Um, your breakout <clears throat> athlete of the year. It could be in any sport. Freaking, you know, tennis, pickleball, <sighs> whatever weird sports you watch. Man, I know where to start. I mean, as you guys know, I'm a huge Lonzo Ball fan. And so I'm always keeping up on basically everything he does, not just him, but the whole ball family, Jello and LaMelo and all those guys. But um, I think uh, I think this this past season, I mean, or this not this past season, this season of basketball, I, I feel like Lonzo has really grew as an athlete, as an individual. Oh, and has, you're picking uh, Lon- yeah. you're picking Lonzo Ball as your breakout player of the year. Uh, I mean, I, it's just, just he, okay. Let me just let me just. He's the he's the athlete that I literally. No, 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 no. You said he's your breakout player of the year. So, so let's take a look. In 2020, he, he, he listen. listen. In 2020, right, he averaged 14 points per game, five rebounds, five assists. In 2021, his breakout year, he averaged 13 points, five rebounds, and five assists. Okay, so you kind of made it seem like it was more of just what athlete, in your opinion, improved the most. I mean, granted what, that that's, I, that's I, I get what you're saying, but if it, if you're looking at improvement, there's not much here, right? The 14 points, 13 points, five rebounds, five rebounds. But okay, Paul, you want to give me your breakout player? Uh, Let me go back and think about a breakout athlete in any sport. This is. And I said this to you the other day you did, when and we I, were talking about this. this is a great and answer. I think I and this is not because he's from our area or hometown. 
I will say Michael Parsons, and it's like I said, not simply because he's from my hometown, but the impact he had. And I will say I watched him throughout the year, and his first game or two, he was he seemed a little lost, but after that, the dude just hit stride after stride after stride, and he'd just been a force to be reckoned with, and everybody's talking about him, and he's right now in the front running for not only rookie of the year. De- but also defensive player of the year. Yeah, who as a rookie could say that? I mean, some somebody somebody compared him on, which I thought was a little excessive, and by a little I mean a lot. Compared him to Lawrence Taylor, and I was like, yo, it's his first yeah, it's year, a little early. Yeah, but <laughs> but I mean, the dude is just freaky athletic and just just has talent. Just I mean, he plays linebacker, and it's weird because well, he doesn't just play linebacker. He plays it. linebacker, outside well, linebacker, DN, corner. That's what I'm saying. Like, like when he was at, well, that was the one biggest question coming into the draft that they had for him because he played a lot of weak side linebacker. Yeah. And when they transferred him to Sam, because he was obviously the best linebacker they had after, um, uh, who was that? I can't remember who graduated in front of him, but he played a lot of uh, Will linebacker. And then once he transferred to Sam, they were questioning a lot of his abilities. Mm-hmm. But right now they have him playing edge. Outside and playing inside. I mean, it is he's everywhere. Yeah, and he's, I mean, everywhere he's the best. The field, he's the best athlete nasty. on the field most of the time. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. and it's nasty. I mean, another another. I mean, I wouldn't say he's probably a, a break breakthrough athlete of the year, but another one that I feel like had a lot of a lot of hype and was doing really well before he got injured was Derrick Henry. It's like he had a really really great start, strong season, start of the season. What are you guys thoughts on that? He's not, uh, he's not a big player. He's just a good player. Like he had over yeah, I, 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 that's last that's year. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's what I said. He wasn't a breakout player of the year. I was just trying to think of – Okay, well, the, the context is breakout <laughs> right. player of the year. All right. Not, All right. not a guy who's been just called a, King just, Henry just, for the last five, just, six years. I mean, back-to-back swings and misses uh, <sighs> from Tyler yeah, not, Freeman. Not great. Um, who, who am I picking for my breakout athlete of the year? I think if there's a couple ways you could go here, if you went NFL, you could look at a guy like Joe Burrow, who's balling oh, out, yeah. leading the ba- – who would have told you before the year the Bengals would win that division? I guarantee nobody. Oh, no. Um, so you could look at – were you going to say something, Paul? I was going to say he could also be – he's probably considered comeback player of the year, him or Cam Newton, I would say, are probably front runners. Definitely Bur- the best Burrow. Of the year. Yeah, Burrow. Burrow's actually yeah, – but- I mean, Burrow yeah. had 500. He had 525 yards yesterday and four touchdowns against the Ravens defense. Everybody was hyping up. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that'd probably be my pick. Um, you know, if I wanted to home pick some Ohio State guys, you could look at the running back Travion Henderson or the freshman quarterback. Uh, he was. Yeah, he was, he was good. Who was a Heisman finalist? Oh, you could also go Kenneth Walker with that. Kenneth Walker was a stud for Michigan State. Uh, he was in the. Was he in the? Did he get invited? I don't think he got invited to the Heisman. Yeah, he 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 was probably the biggest snub in my opinion. Okay. The dude, the dude had as many rushing yards as Derrick Henry did his Heisman Trophy year. Had 19 total touchdowns or 20 total touchdowns and didn't make it to the podium. He had like 1,600 or 1,700 rushing yards all season. That's tough. All right, it's, it's um, ridiculous. Moving on, we all love can the I, UFC. I, before, oh before are you going on, for number three? I, are you going for number okay, three? I am. I oh am. Boy. I think I finally decided after thinking about what you guys have said and everything. And that, I, that, by the way, go uh, with, to everybody listening, that means after looking up on the internet break, breakthrough athletes of 2021, no, I decided. No, that's not what I'm saying. All right, who do you got? Let me, let's hear. You can't if you strike Lamello out number ball. three. Oh, okay, Lamelo balls. Lamelo balls a lot better than the other two. I will give you that. 
Uh, yeah, he's the best of the three, that's for sure. Most okay. improved definitely goes to Lonzo, but if I had to put breakout after the year, I have to go with Lamelo. I didn't know about. Okay, I mean, just, he's, just he's got circling back year. to the Lonzo thing rookie again, he did not improve from last year to this year. If you look at the numbers, him as a him as a, a team player, he has improved a lot. If you go back and if you watch footage from when he was on the Pelicans to now, I'm just okay, saying. Well, a lot well, of, right, well how do how do you measure how do you measure being a good team player? Because I I would say that. Um, I mean, rebounds, was, assists, those kind of things would be measurables for being a good team player, and those numbers are the same as they were last right. year. Yes, so you're right. We'll and give you. I guess we'll give you a point five out of three um, on the breakout player of the year. But we're going to move on to. We all love the UFC, so we're going to move on to the male UFC fighter <laughs> of the year. I don't really think this is that close, in my opinion. But um, Tyler, let's see who you got for the male UFC fighter of the year. Fighter of the year. Oh, there's so many, so many great people to pick from. I'm not even sure who to pick. Uh, I, I mean, I can't, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have Palm take us over first because I, I can't really <laughs> narrow it down to one. Well, I mean, I, everyone just did so well this year. I mean, Brian Ortega, that was a, that was a freaking battle. I mean, there's just so many, there's just so many great fights. I don't know if I can really narrow it down. I feel like, right, I feel we're, like... we're gonna come back to you, and I pray that you have a good answer because mm-hmm. Brian Ortega. Lost is not a good answer. Well, yeah, I know. I mean, just, he right, lost. Right, right. You, you take a minute. Look, you take a minute. You go. Right. You know, whatever's going on with you, figure it out. Palm, what do you got for me, man? Yeah, I UFC feel like this answer is the solid answer. I feel like it's not close. I feel like it's Charles Oliveira. I mean, okay. the guy burst onto the scene. You know, he went through 28 or 29 fights before he was able to get a title shot, and he was uh, he was both it's both fights away from. You know, a few punches from getting knocked out. Yep. Comes back and just knocks him out. Yeah. And just absolutely destroys him and emphatically destroys him. Like, just was knocking him, just piecing him left and right. And I feel like he's also, and when it comes to a fighter, he's very well rounded and very oh, well great. versed in his attacks. And it's, I feel like it's either, I mean, it's either down to him or Kamaru Usman. That, that's just who it is. Well, right? I do want to touch uh, on Oliveira. That's actually a pretty good answer. I didn't, I didn't. Uh, consider him, but that is that is a really good answer because he beat Tony Ferguson at the beginning of the year. Yeah, um, he beat uh, Michael Chandler for the belt, and then he beat Ga- yeah. or, uh, Poirier. So yeah, that's a really good answer. And like you said, fights that he he f- fought through some adversity in the first rounds of those two <laughs> fights. Who you said second though was my answer, Kamar Usman, the number one pound for pound fighter in the world with his win, two wins yeah. over Jorge Masvidal, and a, and a win over. Um, or did he fight Gilbert Burns this year too? I don't think so. I can't remember. He was three and zero or four and zero this year. He beat Colby Covington again, who I think is the second best welterweight in the world. Um, but yeah, that's my answer for male fighter of the year. We're gonna we're gonna hope and pray that that Tyler Freeman has some sort of content that we could take from this subject. <laughs> male UFC fighter of the year coming back to Tyler Freeman. What do you got for us? Uh, I don't know. I think I would probably either pick Charles or uh, Charles, or I'll have to go with Brandon. I always say his name wrong. His last name, uh, it's like M O R E N O. Oh, Moreno. Moreno, yeah. I thought I thought his fights were really good this year. Um, he fought like once. I think he fought twice. Yeah, I know. Or... I think he fought twice. Yeah, I'm more than positive. He, he's in the flyweight division. Uh, I think he no, did really we well. know who you're talking about. But... Oh, okay, okay. I, I think he fought twice. Yeah, more than positive. Okay. Um, well, anyway, I have I have those two. If I had to pick a pick a uh, fire of the year, I think I have have those two guys. I think they performed very well. Really, did great. Okay. Um, 
moving on to female UFC fighter of the year. I guess I don't. Who wants to start here, Tyler? Do you have someone in mind, or do you, do you need Palm to start? Or um, I mean, I like Valentina. <laughs> Valentina's a um, great like, answer. Yeah, she she's probably one of my favorite this year fighters. And she dominated yeah. everybody. That's probably the, the answer. But obviously, you can give shout outs to Rose I, for beating Whaley Zhang twice. You got Juliana Pena upsetting Nunez. So Gosh, those, those are probably your three. Your three guys, Palm. Who do you got out of those guys? Yeah, the, I was about to say those two. You took it right in my mouth. I'd say Rose for making her come back to strawweight. Yeah, strawweight queen for the first time. I want to say in like six, seven years. You know, she was down herself for a long right time, and she came back and defeated Wei Lee, and then came back and beat her again. So yeah. I mean, she proved it. And for all those doubters that said that she didn't knock out Wei Lee, well, you're wrong because Wei Lee got up stumbling and didn't know where she was. And then on top of that, I would say Julie Payne. I mean, who could have predicted? Nobody. Nobody. Again, nobody. It was like it, it was the it was like the second biggest underdog payout in UFC history. She was like a plus six 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 fifty or seven hundred something, something crazy like that. Like that. Uh, it, it, you yeah. you could have never have predicted something like that like that was just absolutely mind-boggling to watch and everybody everybody like i guarantee you was like if you want to make guaranteed money put it on nunez right. well, well you obviously that see... bet absurd amount of money just to win like 40 yeah. he bet like 300k to win 40k yeah. whatever it was and yeah wasn't boy. there somebody who won like six grand on voting on the underdog that under underdog that yeah if you, if you would have won if you would have bet like a hundred dollars or whatever it was on the underdog, you'd have made like yeah. six hundred fifty dollars, or like six. It's like sixty five hundred or six fifty. I don't know how the odds oh, work, but yeah, oh, it would be crazy. Wild. Would um, have been a good time to vote on underdogs on that card. Yeah. All yeah. right. We talked about the most disappointing moments. Anything? If you guys could change one thing about your twenty twenty one, what would it be? Um, I think mine would be having a better plan about my future. Um, I feel like. I was kind of all over the place with being ready to graduate from school, um, COVID just being wild. And I think I wish I had a more, I wish I had a better plan in place after I graduated. That goes back to what I was talking about earlier, about kind of trying to figure out what your purpose is and what you want to do. Cause once you graduate college, all you have is work. So you kind of have to figure out what you want to do. And I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah, definitely. Cause I, I was at that time in my life, I was thinking so much in the moment, not really thinking, long-term at the time so if i can go back and change anything i wish i could step back take a deep breath think about some long-term stuff instead of just in the moment that's probably the biggest thing i would i would if i could go back and change something that's what it would be okay call me i would say mine's roughly the same because you know i was supposed to get you know deployed and then i ended up not yeah. you know for reasons but just like having a backup plan you know just knowing what could come in the future even if it doesn't happen um yeah, it was just kind of a rough time. Just because I mean, yeah. it was like two and a half weeks before school started, so I didn't really have a plan. Right. And then I had to like scramble to get one, like find housing, you know, get my money situation. Yeah, right. kind of a bunch so, of yeah. last minute things that you had to figure out. Yeah. But you got through it. Yeah. Um, what do you think are some things that uh, a lot of people our age struggled with this year, whether it be um, mentally or, you know, whatever it might be? Tyler? That's a good one. That's a great one. Yeah, I'm a bit stunned. Um, <laughs> what was something? I mean, I, I, I know. I, I can I start. Know it, okay. 
Oh, oh, you can start. You can go. That's fine. I would say a, a big one that I know a lot of people struggle with um, is, you know, everyone's scrolling through social media nowadays and seeing what appears to be people doing better than them. And they get, you know, depressed. Like, why Why can't I have that new car? Why can't I have that relationship or whatever it may be? Instead of focusing on themselves and bettering themselves, they're looking at everybody else, you know, on their on their feet and kind of getting jealous of what they have. In reality, those people posting those nice pictures probably have, you know, a lot of problems themselves going on. But you don't see that on the social media, which is why it's important to, um, you know, not look at social media in that sense. Oh, no, that's a great point. I mean, there's, there's, I mean, I read this, I read, I watched this documentary a couple of months ago talking about how, like, uh, you shouldn't risk it too much on social media. And I mean, obviously, I already knew that, but in the sense where, like, when you see people just all smiling happy, I mean, yeah. they're just smiling happy for that, you know, in that picture, for that or picture in that video. Yeah, for that moment. Yeah, yeah, you know, for that moment, you, you don't really don't know what's really going on inside of that. I mean, yeah, it's a great photo. Yeah, it's a cool photo, whatever the case is. But at the end of the day, you, you don't really know if that was just a fake smile just to get a bunch of likes and then move on to life you know what i mean yeah and uh it was a really cool documentary i can't think of what it's called but if i ever think about it, i'll definitely have a give a shout out for it happy to check it out yeah palm you have anything on this i have something else i want to add that somehow we, somehow we missed about the things that sucked in 2021 that i just thought about but go ahead oh. <laughs> i will say one thing that i saw and I'm, ironically i'm gonna say something about social media but i saw this on social media um <laughs> I, I saw a post and it was a very good quote by uh, Mr. Mike Tyson. It said, people get too comfortable insulting people over social media instead of confronting them face to face and just makes them like couch or something along those lines. I feel like people have gotten way too comfortable with social media, just saying like certain things. And I feel like one thing that people need to learn is to either a confront them in person or just don't say anything at all. Cause it'll eventually either a it'll come back to bite you in some way shape or form yeah well that that's um, why they do it online though is because they know that the repercussions of that yeah, aren't the same yeah. saying, i feel like i feel like that's one thing that needs to be learned and i also think um that in general at 2021 people just need to learn to like grow up like grow up and stop being like yeah childish. focus on and yourself just, and not yeah. bringing negativity to other people's situations because you have yeah issues. like and yeah and like that's another thing like even like if you compare yourself to somebody else like they're they're two different people like there's a reason why you're not getting this now because maybe right. you're gonna get it down the road or vice versa like just do you exactly do just, you. that's a great that's a great uh, lesson heading into 2022 which we'll, we'll oh, touch definitely. on in a minute but what i want to talk about which palm you kind of uh hinted towards with what you just said was in 2021 cancel culture i mean oh, that's oh it's terrible that's i mean huge, that, that's horrible. a massive thing that we we miss we missed during this but i mean if you look at all the people that are getting fired and laid off from their jobs for comments they made 15 years ago or you know whatever it may be i mean that's that's the new wave of the woke you know the woke culture well well, i mean there's perfect examples like they try to cancel eminem which you can't cancel a rap god you just can't number (laughs) one all right i don't understand why you try to cancel him the dude has been in the game for 20 plus years so dumb dumb on cancel card cancel card culture yeah. um number two they and now this is a very fireable offense but in my opinion john gruden you know obviously we all know what happened with the whole mm-hmm. emails that happened years ago mm-hmm. but it happened between him and the private emails from the NFL. supposed to be private yeah and, and and not only that like there's other people involved in it and yet you he was the only name you saw got involved yep and these were emails that were 
um, sent to and seen by the commissioner. So why was all the backlash and all the turmoil thrown towards John Gruden? That's what I don't understand. Because to follow up that statement real quick, um, sorry to cut you off, Palm, but I'm not too familiar with that situation. Can you guys give me a brief uh, description of what happened? We basically had a lot of uh, a lot of emails that talked about like anti-gay, anti this, anti that. Oh, oh, okay, it was right, okay. it was a lot of it was a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and okay. and that and was, was they weren't investigating <clears throat> him; they were investigating the um, Redskins or not the Redskins, the Washington Football Team owner. And somehow yeah, he's okay. the only one that got in trouble out of that whole thing. Yeah. And this so was I when RG three was on the team at the time, right? Because I. Is that correct? Uh, maybe it was a while. It was a while ago. I'm yeah. Sure okay. Okay. But the emails were like from a while ago, and John Gruden got most, if not all, the backlash from it when the emails were seen and viewed by many other higher ups in the yeah, NFL. Yeah. The biggest just, issue I have. Ridiculous. The biggest issue I have, and this might be controversial, but um, <clears throat> you know, ten, ten to twenty years ago, the the gay lesbian trans movements were looked down on right like they weren't this big glorified oh, thing from nowadays so when when we you joke like about it ago? please just let me finish this when we joke oh, about this that. when we joke about this all those years ago it was the time was a lot different back then than now like for example growing up you know when we're 10 to freaking you know 16 whatever it may be we're using gay to describe things that are you know that were funny or s- stupid, like, like for example, Tyler. Um, trying to think of a good example here. Tyler, you know, wears something a certain way. Well, dude, you're gay. Like, it's just a, it's just an insult that we use as kids. So it's kind of hard to break yeah. that. And I couldn't well, imagine now, getting in. Tr- okay. I couldn't imagine now getting in trouble. I couldn't yeah. imagine getting in trouble now for things back then <clears throat> when the times are completely different now. Yeah, it's like so it's, yeah. it's almost like we were forcing the idea of being straight onto people who were gay, and now it's the people who are gay forcing their ideas onto people who are straight, and yeah. it's just it's ridiculous. And it's like, listen, like just don't. It's like kind of like it goes all the way back to media. Like, don't stop it down my throat. It's like, listen, you have your ways, I have my ways. Just live your life and live mine. And right. it's unfortunate that it's almost like that's the way it should be. But again, with social media now, you got people being tough on social media, so they want to say this to this person, and then it just becomes yeah. a whole mess. Yeah, I got a great example actually. The other day, I was just talking. Like I said. The way I use the word gay, it's not it's not like an insult or anything. It's just like you say, it was just it's not an insult to gays. It's up. just a word that we use yeah, growing up word, to just yeah. signify, you exactly. know, whatever it may be. Yeah, yeah. So the other day, I was like, I had to do something. I was like, oh, it's gay. And then someone heard that. I was like, like all got serious. Came to me like, what are you talking about? You can't say that. I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, it's just part of my vocab. I don't actually mean it. It's, it's stuff like that. And I've had a couple of incidents like that where like. It's got blown out of context, which has nothing. Like, I'm not insulting anyone at all. It's just part of my vocab. But that comes back to what you guys said about you know the whole social media and everyone just taking everything personal and stuff like that. It's just it's yeah, pretty I mean, wild. You, unfortunately, you can't use those words to describe things you don't like anymore because it's yeah viewed, where and, where and, people view it as we're saying gay is bad. We're just viewing it yeah. as that's what we grew up calling these things based on jokes. And, and yeah. back then gay was looked at as bad. And that's the reality <laughs> of the situation. And, and piggybacking off of that, with the whole social media thing and what's going on right now, like, if you like people, like, they're afraid to either speak out against it, so they're just with it. But they're really not on either side. Like right. They're just kind of like not wanting to get 
you know, scrutinized for not saying it. Cause like, it's almost like you get scrutinized for going against it and you get scrutinized for not going, for not going against it, you know? So yeah, unless you're with battle. it. Damned if yeah, you do, damned if you don't basically. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like with it or you're not and it's like no matter what you're you're gonna lose because then you're almost forced into a spot where you have to support something that maybe necessarily you don't support yep but and at that's, the same that's, time that's the same thing with the vaccine in the situation do you get the, the vaccine same, uh, or exactly. you're wrong and you're you know <clears throat> but at the same time if you don't support it then that's where the whole cancel culture and everything tries tries to like yeah, it too. Like, yeah. it's just it's, Bad. You don't support it, then you're against it, which isn't the case at all. It's just that's just the, that's, the that's just not something that I. That's just not a yeah. way I want to live or a way, thing that exactly. I want to do. But yet, that's how they perceive you to yep. perceive. And it's you. only and it's only getting amplified too, which is it's so upsetting and sad. Yep. Now, just building off of that, um, <clears throat> you know, those kind of things, lessons, lessons we learned in 2021 that we can kind of carry into 2022 to have a better year this year um, than this past year, if either of you want to start. Um, are you asking this, like, overall or in general or specific to us? Could like, be personal, could be, it? you know, whatever around the world, just um, lessons you learned or lessons people lessons, learned. Oh, okay, okay. Lessons people need um, to learn. Whatever uh, like be. I said, uh, we, 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 uh, we briefly did, uh, went over this last week a little bit. Right. Um don't be afraid uh don't be afraid of failure you know yeah. i think that's um i think that's huge and i said i've i've been living by that since i moved down here you know don't be afraid of failure you're gonna fail but don't let it bring you down let it just don't let it stop you keep continuing moving forward that's my biggest thing if i yeah, had to give the you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take i mean exactly. i mean we we know we have some friends that that are afraid of failure right that are afraid to be uncomfortable afraid to go out of their comfort zone to try yes. new things and achieve certain things that, that could be out there for them. But because of others, they view others' opinions and they, they don't want to be looked down on for trying new things. Um, they don't try. And when you don't try, you don't grow. Um, similar, similar to the podcast. Like not, you know, there's plenty of people doing podcasts, but there's a lot of people that, that want to do podcasts but won't because they're scared of what other people will think. So going into 2022, yeah. like you said, a big message – that needs to be conveyed is do whatever the hell you want to do. You got one life. Exactly. Don't worry about what other people are thinking because those people aren't going to matter in a year, in 10 years, in 30 years, in 50 years when you're dead or whatever it may be. Yeah. Another great example. Think about we can use high school, for example. I mean, how many people do we – I mean, people all worry about, you know, being the cool kid and whatnot in high school. But, I mean, how many of us talk to people from high school besides us? You know what I mean? Not that many. I don't, I don't, I mean, every once in a while I'll set up on someone's door and see how they're doing stuff like that. But I mean, I haven't talked to a lot of people, you know, yeah. in college too, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Palm, you said you had something? Yeah. I feel like one thing that a lot of people can learn is like, don't worry about what other people think. And I mean, this is like a huge one. There's like one quote that I heard and it says, your biggest critique will come from the highest of seats, meaning the people that will pay the cheapest amount of money or the people that will have the least support. Least invested you in you. Have your, yeah. Exactly. We'll always have your have the most to say about you. But if you just don't listen to what people say and just grind and stick to it, and, it, and again, it goes back to social media. Cause, and part of what you guys are saying, because it, like people are afraid to post stuff based on what people are going to say. And, you know, I had a situation happen to me the other day where something about me was posted and somebody like trying to give me backlash for it. And I was just like, listen, like, I don't care. Yeah. 
have to say, and I had a few choice words for him, but, you know, that's that. Yeah, and I mean, they have to be comfortable just... being who you are because if you're, if, oh, you're, if you're looking out for these people's opinions, you're never going to be happy oh, with who you are you're, yeah, you're trying you're to be never someone gonna, else. You're never going to satisfy their opinion, which then will satisfy yourself in return. It's just never going to happen. Right. Yeah, and so I can say it's ridiculous. Oh, sorry. Very good. Oh, uh, another quote that came to my head um, when you were talking about that poem is I can't remember who quoted it off the top of my head, but I remember reading it. It was like, "Don't be afraid of being yourself. Be afraid of like, be afraid being of, like everybody else. Being like everyone else." Yeah, and it's a great quote. I mean, I just now thought about it. And, I mean, I remember reading that somewhere back in high school, maybe freshman year of college, and I kind of always stuck with me. So, I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah. don't be afraid of yourself. I think you know? another thing building off of that is. Um, to go for what you want to do and be confident that you can do whatever you want to do. There's a lot of people. And and again, we know some people that are, Mm -hmm. you know, content with the nine to five, you know, whatever little miserable job it is. And they might have a talent or something that they're not pursuing because they're scared of that failure. So I think that's another thing in 2022 you can you can kind of move towards is being confident in yourself and being confident that you can do whatever you want to do if you put in the hours. Now, granted, it won't always be easy, and it it rarely will be easy. But if you're doing what you love, then it's a lot easier than doing what you don't love for the same amount of money or whatever it may be. I will say that it is also very struggling, like coming out of high school and bringing it to kind of high school now that, you know, people always ask, what do you want to do coming out of high school? And you're just young, 17, 18 years old, sometimes 19, you know, like our friend Tyler, 24. But, you know, it's just (laughs) kind of like, it's kind of like, it's hard to figure out, you know, what you want to do at such a young age of people persuading you to do a certain thing and pushing you for certain things. Exactly. That you may not even know, like you may not even know what you want to do now but they're persuading you and pushing you to do something that you may not even want to do i mean people are 40 years old still confused on what they want to do yeah that's what i'm saying like it's just how society works and that's a thing i think with this is kind of a a off top not really off topic but you know you're forced at 17 and 18 to make a decision and you know go to college pick a major and you know at the end of those four years you might not even like the the degree you have you might not even want to do that now you're stuck in 60k worth of debt so i think it's important for people to not feel pressured to just follow you know their parents or follow the people around them and making quick decisions you know you have plenty of time to make the decisions just make sure you're making the right decisions not decisions that other people want you to make yeah, it is. Um, another thing uh, I want to, I mean, to piggyback off the tuition thing, was when you think of, like, um, don't be afraid of not having that number one college you want to go to. If you need to go to community college, just don't get an idea. That's definitely the route to go. Get your gen eds, you know, and don't be so much in debt until you can really figure out what you on want to do. do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing. I would, I would always push everyone to go to community college first, really make sure their mind is set. If you want to go to college, because nowadays with college, the way yeah. student loans is and the way the economy is, the true, the move yeah. might might be to not go to college. I mean, unless you have, I, unless yeah, you're you for might, certain, you, you want right, to yeah. do do a certain thing, and then you want to um, get that degree so you can. Unless you absolutely need to, the move might not be yeah, to go definitely. to college. It might not be, but if you would, I you know I'm a huge huge uh, advocate for you know going to go to community college, get your gen eds, figure out what you want to do, and then make your decision. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, definitely. Anything else you guys want to talk about? This is the last. The last thing you're going to be on air saying in the year of 2021 and, uh, you know, moving into 2022. Mm. 
God bless. I hope I see you in another 365. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Simple enough. Simple enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sweet, sweet, and sweet and short. Yeah. Short and sweet. Yeah, I mean, we got a lot. We got a lot planned in terms of this podcast, in terms of some other things we're doing. Um, go over to impatientpursuit.com. This is Palmer's a sponsored athlete. Uh, Tyler's a certified personal trainer. We got some merch available. We got our plans available. We got a big 2022 coming um, from the squad at Impatient Pursuit and the squad at the Easy Peasy Podcast. We wish you a happy new year. Um, fellas, thanks for joining me. I look forward to next week's episode. We're going to try and get an episode Definitely. every week. Um, we may even start getting these videos up here pretty soon, so that's going to be exciting. Fellas, thank you for coming on. What an awesome episode. Yeah, thank you for having us. Thank you. I appreciate it. See you guys later. Thank you so much, everybody. Yep. Later. See you guys.